And here we go then, the Premier League Awards. Sorry we're a little bit late. Uh, I was going to blame Louis and Danny, but actually it's my fault. Didn't send the link. Sorry about that, boys. Right. So we had Monday Night Football last night, and there were some dubious awards going around. And we are going to see if we agree with them or we disagree. So we're going to look at we're gonna look at manager of the season, player of the season, signing of the season, young player of the season, and the biggest flop of the season, which is always an important one, and team of the season. And let's see if we agree or disagree. Last time we did this last week, Danny won flop of the week. So Danny, you had the biggest flop of the week, Danny, last week. Um, will you get it again? Let's find out. So, Louis, I'll start with you. Good seeing you again, buddy. We're going to start with manager of the season. What's, what's your thoughts? Um, well, compare, comparing to what uh, they did last night, uh, when they said Guardiola, and they both agreed on it, I don't really see how it can't be Moyes, to be honest. They've they've had the biggest, I think, improvement in points this season. They almost got relegated last season. And no and really they've been in a top four race still now. They can still get it. Um all season they've had injuries. No one would expect them to get this far. And I think I I don't see how they didn't give it to Moyes, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. So, as we know from Monday Night Football, we know uh, Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville gave it to Pep Guardiola. Uh, Danny, do you agree with Louis Moyes or do you agree with the Monday Night Football? Uh, I'm going to stick with Louis here and agree uh, on Moyes. Like, they finished 16th last season and they've been, yeah, like Todd said, been challenging all season. I remember there was, a t there was a period of time when we said, like, yeah, they are doing well, but they've had easy fixtures. And, like They had that ridiculous run of fixtures where they played everyone around them. And they came out through the other side. And everyone's like, ah, now nah, they're, they're, they're sticking around for the till the end of the season now, aren't they? They're going for it. Um, yeah, baffled by that, how it got given to Guardiola. Uh, considering to the start of the season they had as well, they were like as low as 14th at one point. Yeah. And given their squad and their sort of aspirations, can't be having that. Granted, they've fixed it now, but it just has to be noise. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a bit of a cop out, isn't it? I think when you give the league winner uh, manager of the season, obviously they've won the season, um, but their squads are a joke, which we've talked about before. But I am going to throw it out to you. I think Moyes should win it as well. However, I actually think Brendan Rodgers should be looked at, and I never understand why we aren't we don't regard him as a fantastic manager you know they've had so many injuries it's been ridiculous every time they've had a good player harvey barnes james madison vardy had a spell on the sidelines fafana johnny evans didn't play tonight at sunchu so tell me that bluey why does brendan rogers never get the the credit he deserves i th i think he, he he's a contender for it i just think what west ham will probably i know we're doing it like three days three games before the end but West Ham, even if they finish maybe four points behind, six points behind, they've got a much worse squad uh, and from where they came from. And I think Rogers, to be fair, he he could he could be up there. But um, I just think I think from where they both started, the levels, what the expectations this season. I think that's where you should what you should base manager of the season on. And I think if anyone would have told you that West Ham would be fifth at the moment, or I think they're fifth at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. you you would guarantee manager of the season. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think you're, I think you're right. I think uh, Moyes is unbelievable. He's got some assets, obviously, in Declan Rice and, and Lingard, probably at the perfect time as well. Uh, mm-hmm. What an injection, Antonio. Um, but I think we can move on. I think that's quite an easy one for us there. And we think David Moyes and we think Monday Night Football have just copped out and gone for the for the, the top six bias, maybe. Maybe we think. But we'll, we'll, see, we'll see if we follow that. Oh. Anything to add, Danny? But yeah, like well, Neville did say last night that he, he was saying it was too early to call given what there's so many things still up for grabs. Depending what you judge manager of the season on, do you judge it on like whether they win FA Cups, Champions Leagues, as well as finishing top four? Like Rogers could finish with an FA Cup runners-up medal and Europa League, so you wouldn't give him manager of the season for that, would you? No, but if if Leicester were and an FA Cup finals winner, if they, one was they snuck into seconds after beating Manchester United tonight, sorry for any spoilers, and then second and win the FA Cup final, that would be ridiculous. The injuries they've had, and they've not spent much money. They've gemmed some players. Um, I understand what you say, but again, if West Ham finish sixth, get Europa League, or finish fifth, you know, and they still could mathematically, you know, they could pick to fourth. But I think it'll be a bit of a challenge now. Um, well, we'll find out more tomorrow because Louis, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Chelsea Arsenal tomorrow. Yep, yep, Chelsea Arsenal tomorrow. That screams what? Yeah, you've been confident that always screams 1 1. What do you think? The William Derby, pardon? The William Derby, yeah, (laughs) the William Derby. I'm gonna talk about him later, but uh, uh, well, we should be them easily, but we should have been them quite a few times recently, and we haven't. Yeah, uh, but I think we're just a better team all round now. Co- better coach team. Even I think we'll probably rotate still quite a lot for the FA Cup final. But I still think it should be enough to be Arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's a draw to be honest. But um, I think we should we're still pretty safe as top in top four now after being City. Bonus, bonus three points. So I was just yeah. accepted maximum. I'm going to get a point for that. So. Yeah, no, okay, perfect. We're going to move on. So that's fantastic. Manager of the season, we're going David Boys, but Brendan Rogers, sorry, could sneak in. And obviously, there's a lot still to play for. So, number two, which is a bit of an interesting one, this one really, is player of the season. So, to remind people, um, and like football, we're comparing ourselves with, they went for Diaz, Ruben Diaz. So, I'll start with you this time, Danny. Who have you gone for this one? Uh, it's tough. Like, I am tempted by Diaz, but just the fact that. Uh, Kane's leading the charts for goals and assists. Like I know statistics aren't everything and all that stuff, but when it's goals and assists, like you can't look much further past that. And I think you've just got to give it to him based on that. I know Spurs haven't performed great this season, but I think that puts more emphasis on how well Kane performed this season, despite all that. Yeah, that's a quite a solid point. Louis, do you agree? Yeah, well, that's pretty much what I was going to say as well. I think you can't really look past Kane for his influence on the team. And he's, yeah, if you're on top of goals and assists, both over double figures, I think, yeah. I think it's pretty hard to argue. Obviously, Diaz had a big impact on the team. I, another player I was going to put ahead of Diaz was uh, Gundogan, I think, because when it really, when it really mattered in that, that stretch, over Christmas when they started winning like 10, 15 games in a row. He was scoring big goals in every game, every single game, which yeah. you didn't really expect. And I think that won them the league. That that 10, 15 game period won them the league. And 
Okay, yeah, they kept a lot of clean sheets, but I still think that is more of a more of a team effort. They were, you know, just keeping the ball quite a lot. They had more energy than a lot of the teams around them because they had pretty much two different squads. Yeah, I think Gundogan was the was making the difference in every game, and so if I had to pick one Man City player, it'd be Gundogan. But I, really? I still. Yeah, I wouldn't pick Gundogan if I wasn't. I'll tell you what I think goes massively under the radar. And this is everything you're all going to go, why? Mares. And I'll tell you why I would say Mares. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be my first season. No way it'd be my first season. But Pep Guardiola, he didn't really trust him. He wasn't playing him. He has played every game for the last, I would say, 20. And he's been um, unreal. Now, I don't think I, would, I wouldn't pick him ahead of Diaz, but I would probably put him as my number two just because he, Pep just says, I trust you and you're there. And he's been, I think he's been unreal. And, and those big goals he scored in the semi-final are, are really on the radar. Um, right, so, player of the season. So, we've got for Harry Kane and Harry Kane, and I've also got Harry Kane, uh, 34 <laughs> goals, goals and assists, 34 in total, um, 21 goals, 13 assists in a Tottenham team, which is pretty average, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it's pretty Yeah, go on. Yeah. I think it's down to how you judge player of the season. So, is it purely based on individual performances that you can't look past Harry Kane if you're looking for sort of like Ruben Diaz was sort of like the last piece of the puzzle for City since company left like they've never really replaced him but then in terms of like impact performances you would look to Gundogan then for for those run of games where he just couldn't stop scoring is it like 12 goals he scored this season yeah yeah his highest tally ever so, yeah, cool. it's just how you judge it, really. But I think player of the season should be individual, like, performance. It's interesting you're both saying that because Gundogan is not in my team of the season. So this is going to be a good look. I think it's your team of the season, but it's already, it's already being vetoed now, to be honest, after that. He's, he's not going on my team of the season. I think he's a little bit of a fraud. But we're going to, we'll come to that later. We'll come to that later. You know, put me in that Man City team and I won't, I won't score 12. <laughs> no. no, he had a good run, is it? Okay, so player of the season, again, so we've we differed again. We don't believe it's Ruben Diaz, a uh, fantastic player. Um, and I'll start on the next one because my signing of the season, I've actually then put as Ruben Diaz. I don't think he's been the player of the season, but I think if you're looking at signings, um, I've got one for a little bit of an outside shout, but I see what you boys think first. But I've just gone for Ruben Diaz as my signing of the season because obviously if Leicester didn't go to the Etihad and win 5-2, he wouldn't be there now. They signed him just before the transfer deadline day because of that result. Uh, I'll start with you, Louis. Who's your signing of the season? I don't, I don't want to... I feel it's wrong agreeing with you this many times so far. But <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have gone this, but also another one which I'm going to say actually as well, which I think you might have put as well, is Fafana. I think as a as a find and just going for it, I think he's quality. I think Bufano is, he's in two years' time. He's only, he's only 20 years old, I think, or 21, 20, I think. 20, I in, think. Yeah. In two years' time, I know Leicester fans, every time we talk about them having a good player or a good manager, they're like, oh, they're going to leave. <laughs> in two years' time. Um, I think forget two years. I mean, I saw him a bit tonight and I've been watching him. He's going to the top straight away. Like, literally, he's so aggressive. But he's so calculated. You know, like you watch Eric Bailly and you think, oh, he's a good defender in there. And he goes and gives away a penalty. It was the same silly. He is so aggressive, yet so calmly does it. I think he's fantastic. And you're right. Uh, Danny, are you gonna are we gonna agree again or have you gone with someone different? No, I've gone with someone different this time. Well, uh, 
I struggled on this one. In terms of players, I was stuck between Suchek and Martinez for West Ham and Aston Villa, respectively. Bit slight pop-out because they were both on loan to them last season. But I feel like for their first full season at those clubs, they've been fantastic. Uh, Yeah, particularly Martinez. He's basically taken them from uh, relegation battle to... uh, uh, they were sort of going for like Europe at a time, but then with the Grealish injury, sort of fell back a bit. But I think he's I think he's got the third most clean sheets after Edison and Mendy. So it's a good yeah, he's given himself a good account in his full baby season. He's a lot busier than both of those keepers as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. But in terms of, I think the best signing uh, was from Chelsea after spending two hundred million in the summer. The best. Signing came in January when they sacked Lampard and brought in Tuchel. Because uh, he's, trans- he's transferred on that team. I can't believe the impact he's had. Because I think, were you ninth when you sacked Lampard top? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. With games in hand, we might have been a bit... Uh, uh, roughly. And then two uh, cup finals as well. Right. You look yeah. a different team. You look. I know you play three at the back and it makes it hard to break down, but... I mean, against Real Madrid, you absolutely took him off the park, didn't you? I mean, and you think if he has his own signings, yeah, I think that's a really good shout. Uh, let's just keep moving on because it's going well. So, okay, sign of the season. Now, I think young player of the season might be a little bit different because I've gone for left field. I've put a poll on Twitter if you want to get involved. Um, young player of the season. We'll start with you, uh, Danny. Who have you gone for? Uh, where can we find that poll on Twitter, Tom? Uh, you can actually find it on... I've, I've retweeted it on Valencia Toria Football. Uh, you can find that poll on there, don't you worry. And I've put four options. I think I know what we've gone for each, and I've got a wild card, but I'm not 100%. I'm not sure, Danny, who you're going for. Who's your young player of the season? Uh, for me, uh, I know last night that Carragher and Neville both went with Foden, and he seems like the obvious pick. But for me, the person who in, uh, that I impressed me the most was Harvey Barnes this season. I thought he was absolutely class and he's sort of one of the almost lads. What could have happened for the, uh, if he didn't get injured? Would he have been getting a call up for the Euros? I think I've got in front of me here uh, nine goals and four assists in 25 yeah. appearances. I think he looked electric, he looked sharp and yeah, I think he's a great player. Yeah, and that's a good point. Also, the score's going to 26 as well, an extra three players. If Grealish is he going to be fit, you know, you're right. I mean, I think that's a really, really good shout. Out of the box, and not Phil Foden. Interesting. We've gone against Monday night again. Louis, I think you gave us a little preview. Who did you go for? Young player of the season, you've gone for? It's not even me being biased. It's got to be Mason Mount, really. As, as a more integral part to the team than Phil Foden is... Mason Mount's been our best player this season and he's yeah. it's his second year of playing in Premier League football. He's played, I think we looked earlier, Foden has, he started 15 games. Uh, Mount's played, started 29 out of our out of 33 games. Been rested for, uh, no, rested when he needs to be rested recently. Um He's, been, yeah, he's been our player this season. I think they've got similar goals and assists, but in all the other like creative stats and just kind of general all-round importance to the team, I think it's quite difficult to give 
a young player of the season awards to someone who has played it was like over a thousand two hundred minutes less than than someone okay Foden has been very good but I think it's more recency and in the Champions League I think he was doing very well more so than in the league and I think Mounts throughout the whole season he's been carrying us whereas under Lampard or Tuchel so I think Mason Mount for me okay that's good that's, that's good so we've got Mounts Barnes bit of an English one here so I've put Fafana in the poll as well but I haven't gone for Fafana because I wanted him as my sign of the season now this is this is right wing okay and you're gonna you're gonna look at me and go no this is silly but this is my young player of the season okay he's six foot six he is just got himself a Spain international call up he didn't get a cap He's not, he's six foot six. He's not running out. Yeah, he's not Dan Byrne. Robert Sanchez is going to the top. And I'll tell you something about him. If people don't know him, he's the Brighton goalkeeper, okay? He is the, statistically the second best goalkeeper in the Premier League since he's joined, statistically, okay? He has, I think it's a 46% chance of getting a clean sheet. He has transferred Brighton, and I'll give you another stat you probably didn't know, have conceded the fifth, you've got the fifth best defence in the whole Premier League, okay? Now, imagine... If we had him at the start instead of Matty Ryan, no disrespect, Matty Ryan, you're probably listening at the moment. I haven't got a lot to do on the Arsenal bench. Um, imagine if Sanchez was there since the start of the season and we play three at the back, the protection. I'm telling you now, forget, I mean, we've got some amazing talent. We really have. That keeper is going to the top. He made an unbelievable saving at the walls. He made, he's making saves left, right, centre. The Spanish squad love him. He's my young player of the season. How old is he, Tom? He's 22. He's six foot six. He played for Levante Academy growing up. He has. He's also a passer. He sweeps. I'm not. I mean, this is this is the most excited I've been for a Brighton player ever. He's a goalkeeper. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, that's big, isn't it? But I, honestly, like, I have a good eye for talent, and the guy's going to the top. Maybe a little bit too soon. I get that, but I'm I'm putting it out there um, as my young player of the season. Will he be there next season? Do you think? Yeah, I think he will be. I think we'll have one more season out of him. And I, if I'm honest with you, I think a Madrid or a Barcelona would come knocking. I, he's six foot six. He's a dream. He's six foot six, and he's really good with his feet. He's made one mistake since he's been there. And he's 22 years old. How many years would you get out of him? What do keepers go? 34 to 36. Yeah, still a good standard, you know. So you buy him for 60 million. Let's pretend. Well, every year. Don't get me wrong. A lot can happen, you know. But I honestly. Might do a Kepper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's you he might do a Kepper, but Kepper looks about five foot four. This guy is he's big, he's tall, and he's seriously he's an absolute unit. And you know, Sergio Ramos is his new best mate at Spain, and you know you're onto something when Sergio Ramos is saying that. Uh we've got he's player of the season. Well no no my young little season will be for Fana, okay? As that he would be. But what I'm saying is I want a little side out of the poll. If I was being a little bit like an eye for talent, just what we're we we play this next year, and when he's got the Ballon d'Or for the best goalkeeper ever to grade the game, we can record this back again. Uh, but yeah. we're obviously still the poll, so we've got three. Sanchez the wild card, but we've got Mounts, um, we've got Harvey Barnes, Tafana, and obviously Sanchez, the best goalkeeper to ever grace the world of football. Uh, Joe Cameron is saying this is very silly, so I'm assuming he's talking about Mason Mount and not Robert Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> great, great time to move on there, I reckon. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it is. But it is, we'll see the poll later and we'll see who takes it. I'm probably thinking Mason Mount, maybe. But I like the Harvey Barnes shout. Right. 
Now, here we go then, team of the season. Let's see if we can agree on team of the season. So, a remind me, uh, Monday Night Football, we had... Well, let's go first before we do that, actually. Let's just go our goalkeepers. Danny, I'll start with you. Who's your goalkeeper? Uh, like my signing of the season, I've gone with uh, Martinez for Aston Villa. Nice, nice. Okay, Martinez. Uh, Louis? Yeah, same, Martinez. Strong. Strong. Yeah, then, then Edison and Mendy. Yep. Um, not, I've got Martinez as my backup keeper, but I'm going to go for, not Sanchez, I think is a really, another underrated keeper who I would sign tomorrow if I was a big six team and need a keeper, uh, is the Fulham goalkeeper. I, I, is it Iola? Iola? Yeah. Yeah, well, I just pronounce it. He's lit. Every time I watch him and a really poor Fulham team, um, I would be having him all day. Um, but him or Martinez, I completely agree. So two Martinez, so Martinez locked in. Uh, right back, start with you, Dan. Uh, start with you, Louis, sorry. Um, I'm going to go can Cancelo, I think. Cancelo? Okay. No point going to me because I've said the same thing as well. You've got Cancelo? Yeah, it's like cop out. I know he's played left back a fair whack of the season, but he has played right back as well. So I just yeah. stuck him at right back. Yeah, ahead of Carl Walker. I've got Carl Walker, who plays every single game on a little spell, and he's in the team again. Cancelo's been on the bench. You go, we're going, we're going Cancelo. Are we sure? When, when they had that really good run, which I, again, like I said, that's what won them the league, I think he was performing like top, top. He was one of the most important players then. And I think, yeah, that's so I'm going for him. Okay, I'm outranked again. Okay, I'm again. I'll take up the chin that one. Okay, Cancelo is a very, very good backup. Okay, um, right. Next one then. Uh, uh, did you go for Walker? Yeah, you've got to go. Well, for me personally, Walker's been probably one of his best ever seasons. I get Cancelo. I get the streak, but recently Walker's been the right back. Champions League, both semi-finals. Cancelo's dropped. Um, this is Premier League team of the season. I know, but I know. Look at young player Foden. Somehow got it. I know what you mean. But all round package for me, Walker's yeah. the best right back in the league for me. Um, obviously, Trent last season's numbers were a joke, but and we're talking this season. Um, okay, so centre halves, we'll do them together in a pair because you might see right and left. Um, so uh, I'll go with you, Danny. This time, Danny, who's your two centre halves? Well, Diaz, obviously. Um, yeah. And then uh, I've got a slash here, so I've got two options, either Maguire or Stones. Like, I know, I know Maguire plays the same role as Diaz at United in terms of he's the main man, he's the leader, he's the one that sorts people out. Uh, and Stones just sort of goes along with Diaz as if Stones is the 23-year-old or 22-year-old and Diaz is the 28-year-old. But I just feel like Maguire is still like clumsy. Like he leads uh, the ranking for most yellow cards in the Premier League this season. Uh, at the same time, he's all, he's played uh, every game bar tonight. So you've got to respect him for that as well, putting in hard yards. So Diaz definitely, and I'm still undecided whether it's Maguire. Oh, you've got to keep neck on the line here because we might draw. Go for it. Maguire, Stones, your heart says. Ah, oh, Stones. Okay, here we are. So we've gone. Okay, Louis, who, who have you gone for? Uh, Diaz, obviously, and Fafana. My gone, gone for him again. 
Yeah. Just, it's just when I've watched him, I, I think he's just yeah. looked good. I, I know the other day he didn't have a good game, but he's just, he's looked very good and a lot of the time in watching him. Maguire, again, he's, I said he's played a lot, but I don't know. I just, I still don't, he still seems to make a lot of mistakes, gets a lot of yellow cards. And he's given away a lot of fouls as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Giving away fouls is good. You break up the play. Ask Pep Guardiola. H Harry Maguire, I'll go with Diaz and Maguire. If Maguire didn't cost 80 million, you'd all be saying Maguire. But because he had the big Maguire, contract, I do like Maguire. He's every single minute since he signed for United, apart from tonight in the last 20. Yeah, do you know why? I, I still think how he's not got a booking suspension. So it resets to after you get five, you get five yellow cards, you get a game suspension. But around December time, I think it is, it goes it to 10 yellow that. cards. Yeah. So then it's basically then it goes to 10 yellow cards. If you get 10 yellow cards, you get two, but you get two again, two game suspension. Yeah. But then now draw the 30 second game. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah. So he's sneaky, isn't he? Yeah, he's sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> Maguire, he knows. So we've got a bit of an issue here because we've all got Diaz. Um and we've gone for Fafana, Maguire, or Stones. Feel like the consensus is going to be Maguire. That's what I was like. You should have left me till last with my split. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But just have to go for Maguire, aren't we? Because, you know, he's just unbelievable. I'm, I'm happy enough with Maguire. Yeah, I think Maguire gets a lot of harsh press, doesn't he? Like, I get it. He's, he's clumsy, but he's a centre-half. I know Van Dyke makes defending look easy, but... He's there every week. And Man United without Maguire, they lost tonight. When you put Lindelof and Eric Bailly, that team's not going to finish second. Um, right, yeah. left back. Yeah, go on. You've got some to Go on. Uh, if Van Dyke's a Rolls Royce, Maguire's a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I get that. But I think Van Dyke's, though, I think when you watch Van Dyke, everyone forgets, forgets what a centre-half is because you watch Van Dyke and everything he does is just amazing like it's literally he's he's just he's passing he's elegant he's so quick as well but then you watch everyone else you go actually i forgot <laughs> easy you just forget like diaz is sort of bringing that role but there's not many players that do that um and actually a big shout out probably under tuchel uh if it'd been sustained i would have been looking at rudiger i, think oh, that's rudiger, I, was, I was literally about uh, to say that. like if if it was the start of the season and we have played like this for over the whole season i think Rud i don't know <laughs> Not, he's always had been a good defender, Rudy, under Conte. Kind of got frozen out a bit under Sarri and then Lampard. Yeah. But in, as you said, like before about aggressive defending, he's he's been great and he seems to be channeling it in the right way rather than just. That's the big one. He's been unreal. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing is his temperament, and I think he's really proven that he's been. Yeah, if, if next season Chelsea do worry me that they could really go on a run and, and really a couple of signings could could win the league because. They look like they've got Man City's number as well, which is crazy. And you're playing them again in the Champions League final. And if you beat them again, that is meant like mentally, mentally you've done it three times in a, in a month. Um, I think left back, so left back, I think, is going to be unanimous, but I'll never know. Louis, who's left back? Uh, sure. He's, yeah. He's had yeah. the best season, I think. I think, yeah. Danny, can you, are you going to agree with that? Or you <laughs> Give you United player. No, I went. I went short slash Robbo. I know <laughs> there's a slight Liverpool bias there, obviously, but Robbo is one of the few players this season who's kept up the standards of his performance. And if you look at their stats, they're weirdly similar. Same amount of goals, assists, even like their tackles. Tackles won. 
chances created, all quite similar. Um, the only thing being is Shaw's played in a winning side and Robbo's played in a mixed side, basically. Um, yeah, so I feel like if those, if those two played the same way but switched clubs, we'd be raving about Robbo right now. But like I did go Shaw slash Robbo, so I'll happily concede for that. No, I think it's interesting. You're right, actually, because I think you can look at Liverpool, maybe two players who kept the standards in Salah and obviously Robbo. And I think you're right. If, if Robbo was to play at Man United now, probably would start ahead of Shaw, wouldn't he? But because they're not winning, Liverpool's struggling. He's not got Van Dijk next to him. And obviously, that's a huge factor, not in Van Dijk. Um, yeah. I think Robbo has been very unlucky, him and Salah. And probably why, I don't know everyone's team, but we saw Monday Night Football that, that Salah was not included. His high because he's been so good. It's like Harry Kane, player of the season. We all can acknowledge he's been unbelievable, but he's got 34 goals yet. He doesn't even seem to get talked about. Uh, same as I was mentioning about Bruno, um, we were talking in a group chat earlier 28 goals and assists. Doesn't get talked about. It seems like these players that set themselves high standards. You're always talking about Bruno. Doesn't I get talked about. Stop I talking think about Bruno. Bruno. I can't believe a midfielder's got 28 goals and assists. Like I say every time, he has a higher percentage of goals from the penalty spot than he does of oh, goals. Listen, listen man, I'm a Brighton fan. I mean, we miss a lot of penalties, okay? So trust me, penalties are not easy. When he goes above like 50 percent, then 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 we can talk about it. But he hasn't. Uh, been, we're uh, on to midfielders now, so let's crack on. How yeah. are we doing this then? So this is quite interesting. Are we going four three three? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. doing. Has everyone gone for a CDM? Mm, not yeah, really. A holding midfielder. Yeah, yeah, I've gone holding and two attacking. Right, if Lou, if you've not gone CDM, who you put? You need a base. Who's your base midfielder? Um, <laughs> well, he was before this season, but can I just tell you my three midfielders? Go on then. Go on then. I've got Fernandez as much as I snagged him off, but he obviously will be in there. Fernandez, yeah. uh, Gundogan, and Mount as my three. Mount holding. No, just just three. It's, it's just those three guys. They're, they're just best mates, aren't they? Just three centre mids, attacking mids. Yeah, so, you're so Gary Neville in disguise. <laughs> um, okay, so remind me, so it was Mounts. Who was it? Mounts? Fernandez. Um, yeah. And Gundogan. Gundogan. That's an awful midfield. Oh. <laughs> okay, then, Danny, let's hear your three. My three. Uh, instead of Gundogan, I've got Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Instead, uh, match you with Fernandez top. Uh, yeah. But you can't really take him out. His creativity is unbelievable. To be fair. Um, yeah. uh, and then I've gone Suchek signing my sort of joint signing of the season. I put him yeah. in there as well. Okay. So we've got we have got some dilemmas early on because my CDM is the most highly sorted uh, player in the Premier League right now and use Basuma. Uh, that would be my sense of my CDM. Um, he's going to get about 50 million. Apparently Pep Guardiola wants him, but I won't talk to him. I went on about the Robert, Robert Sanchez. So I went Basuma because uh, I think he is quality. Um, but I'm happy to I'm happy to concede that one, obviously. Uh, we're all going to agree on Bruno. Of course, Bruno, 28 goals, yeah. And my third one was also Kevin De Bruyne. I imagine, well, I imagine how much fun you'd have with Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno... 
and then a CDM behind. So we can agree on KDB, we can agree on Bruno. Because uh, can I make my point about De Bruyne though? As this is what I was thinking earlier. Go on. I think it's easy to put him in because he is a great player, but I don't think he's had anywhere near his best season or even that good of a season at all, really. I think he's got, I, I think he's got like two open play goals or something like that, which is, he should be doing a lot be better than that. Um, I just think Gundogan has outperformed him this season for sure. And I think it's an easy, an easy one to put in there just because he is a great player. But I think it's one of his least influential seasons for City. Ooh. I think... Yeah, that's hard, that's hard hitting because I think I, I think maybe me and Danny have put KDB for me anyway. For so when I watch him, it's just what I watch football for. I think his passing, everything, he, and also he brings so much attention to the ball. It lets like Bernardo Silva and those players. Um, the reason I wouldn't bring Gundogan, he had a very very hot period. Don't get me wrong, but he'd never scored more than six goals in a season before. Yes, he's had a great he's had a great you know you can't knock it. He's had a great run. Uh, took a couple of penalties as well, but twelve goals in a Man City team. Are we really overly impressed when it's only ever happened once in his career? He's going to have double figures. Yeah, I, I, it, nowhere it, near it, my team this season. I'd have a look at it for the season. Bruyne's got, I need to look, but I think four. And I think, yeah, it's not, I know you're saying goals, assists, and stats, but it's so much more. It's so much yeah. more. It brings wow. the team. To be fair, Gundogan was in the running for my team of the year as well. Uh, they consider him. But I just think De Bruyne just oozes class. And especially this year with City, how they've sacked off strikers. And De Bruyne has been asked to play a slightly different role in that, like playing further forward, then further back. The way he's developed his game, I think it's so impressive. It's that, yeah, I just can't fault him. I think he's been class this season. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I know what you mean. But you, you wouldn't have someone like a Declan Rice in front of him? See. But, I, there's, I mean, there's only space for three players. De Declan Rice is definitely being up there as well. Yeah, if we're, say, if we're saying three players, I think we could all very happily probably agree that Bruno and KDB are in there, right? I mean, I know you're saying... Bazuma there, mate. Yeah, Bazuma's not even... Oh, uh, yeah, no, I was a bit of a <laughs> I needed a CDM, and I didn't want to go for the standard top six, okay? And I was like, right, I'm going with CDM, I'll go Yeez. But I, if I'm not going Yeez, I'm going Declan Rice all day long because he's even taking penalties at one point. Um, and West Ham probably are where they were because he, he took the armband and off Mark Noble when he wasn't playing. He's 22, I believe, and he's he's really sort of just been phenomenal, really, hasn't he? Don't overlook Suchek, man. Like, I think he's been class, and he and talk about important goals yeah, for Gundogan for City. He's popped up at numerous times now and got vital goals. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? We're if sort you want of to pick one more like kind of left field. Defensive type, then. Go on. I'll yeah. Uh, I'll go for. Oh, it's difficult I, between Suchek and Rice. I think Rice. Rice. Yeah, I mean, Suchek's probably a few goals, but Rice has been unreal, hasn't he? Um, I get good and good. I'm happy with Rice with good and good, but Rice. I think we forget how good this guy is, and he's so young. It's scary. I thought he was injured at the wrong point as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and the no, yeah. right, let's put Rice on. We can always change it later. But that's the so far yeah, looking good this season. Right, three up front then. I hope so. Um, I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> you're not looking forward to your three up front. It's gonna be interesting. So uh, I can't decide. Let's just go right to let's just go let's go for the main striker because we're all gonna agree on the main striker. We'll know that. Okay. Yeah. 
Harry Kane, obviously, he's person. Right. One's the right. One. Ah, we forgot flop of the season. We'll do that at the end of flop of the season because that would be juicy. Um, right. Right midfield. I saw Gary Neville went for Rashford and I believe Jamie Carragher went for Son. Um, Louis, who have you got for? Um, on the right, well, oh, give me, you know, so, so give it to your right and left because it doesn't matter, is it? You could, okay. can... I've got Son for one of them, yeah, and my other was ugh, it was difficult. I don't want to be boring and say Salah, I think, but Salah has actually he's yeah. he, again he's like one of the, the few who's kept up the at the start of the season, Salah was almost as good as I've seen him, and then he just kind of dropped off like when Liverpool did, yeah, but um, yeah, Son and Salah. Okay. So I'll, I'll try and think of someone else. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's better. You got to do what you got. Don't do, you know, don't do a rash. I think Rashford's doing well, but no, you got to go who you actually think. I mean, I don't know what Rashford was doing there. Just, He's been injured. No but yeah, it's, it's Manchester bias. Nah, uh, I yeah, I, I, it's Manchester bias. Danny, uh, who would you go for? Same, Salah, Kane, Son. Oh, this is going to. I've gone Son, Kane, and I haven't gone Salah. I probably should go Salah, but I mentioned him earlier. I would just go Mares because I think the last 15 yeah. or 20 games, he had his best run in his career. I'd have no, that's better because Leicester is unbelievable. But I would happily concede to Salah, if I'm honest with you. I think Salah, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the whole Bruno and Kane thing, he sets himself such high standards. Like he should be an issue, let's be honest. He, you know, like, I'm not comparing him to Messi, but when Messi didn't get the Ballon d'Or because Modric like, had a good World Cup or whatever, and Messi was still clearly the best player in the world and had. Still an unreal season, but it's just it's kind of the levels they set. You kind of get used to them performing at that. And Salah's still he's not top, he's behind Kane, but he's still got yeah. 19, nineteen goals. Nineteen, he's got nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got nineteen. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and twenty, 20, 20 goals. Got 20. twenty. Yeah, so that's four seasons in a row now. He's got twenty goals. Yeah. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, you can't knock it. He's um him and Robbo, like you said earlier. Um, or three, three out of four. Okay, and, and that Ballon d'Or was the worst Ballon d'Or that they've ever given. To I know much it was good, but I'm sorry, that was disgraceful. Um, okay, let's finish, because this is good, actually. So, that's our team this season, then. We've agreed Martinez, Cancelo, Diaz, Maguire, Shaw, KDB, Bruno, Rice, Salah, Kane, Son. If we get a penalty, who knows who's taking it? Because they're, they're all really amazing at them. Okay, right. This is just... <laughs> Definitely not KDB. Yeah, well, we have a Moises manager. Oh, that team. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't want David Moyes playing with that team. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want him managing that team. Um, right, last one. Sorry, I forgot. Flop of the season. Now, this would be interesting. I think we might have different ones here. Flop of the season. Um, I saw Joseph mention a comment earlier about Tom Davis. It'd be interesting if uh, Tom Davis is here. No, but uh, Danny, flop of the season. Who are you going for? Uh... I've got three. Couldn't <laughs> pick between them. Uh, two players in Mane and Sterling. Uh, both of them, so this season, have scored half the amount of goals they scored last season. So Mane has gone from 18 goals to nine, and Sterling's gone from 20 goals to 10. Yeah. Uh, I think they've just been so deflating this season. It's, I think, maybe tougher for Mane because he's had to basically keep playing because we don't have many players to fill in. Whereas Sterling's just been dropped, pretty much dropped at this stage of the season. Mate, there's been sparks in certain games where Mane's looked like, oh, this is it now. I know he's got 
last three games he's got two goals, but over the course of the whole season, just not been impressed and he's not been good enough. Yeah, yeah you're right. I think that's a really good... I just, you, sorry, you got Sterling, Mane, and, if, and you had three in mind. Who was your third, just in case? Uh, Lampard as manager for Chelsea. Ooh, still, I know Chelsea fans' hearts breaking. <laughs> Uh, you can hear Johnny Green all in Surrey just crying. It, just goes to it wasn't the squad that was the problem, was it? You look at Man United, look at Ollie. It's taking him a long time to even get near the stands as they were, uh, you know, these managers, you can't, how can you do that? Look at Wayne Rooney at Derby. You know, they might still get relegated in this whole uh, panel thing, but it's bizarre, yeah. like, very bizarre, very bizarre. Okay, right, Louis, how many flops do you have? Just the one? Um, I could have a many. I could have many, oh, but I've got... wait, before you do that, Dan, your main flop was Marnie, right? That was your. That was your flop. That was your. No, Stan, the main flop. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just more annoyed at Mane because I'm a Liverpool fan. Yeah, and do you actually back on Sterling as the flop? Do you think Pep has forgiven him for the miss against Leon last season? Uh, <laughs> it was bad. It was like... awful miss. <laughs> I know if Pep, he does hold these grudges. And I was just wondering, doesn't trust him. But maybe. Uh, Louis, let's hear your main flop then. Who's your who's your flop? Um, Tiago. Tiago Silva? Or... <laughs> <Not so much. laughs> yeah. Tiago at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, just for expectations to how he's played, really. And everyone was expecting, you know, at the end of last season... Bayern Munich, he was incredible, and everyone was like, That's like what Liverpool need like someone creative in midfield. Like, kind not of everyone, up. not everyone. There was a guy, no, no, and and the thing is, it you can he's obviously a great player, but he just you watch him, he he can't tackle at he can't play another way other than possession football. Like, yeah. he looks so out of his depth when he has to kind of, I don't know, just make a challenge or just, I don't know, I've, just when you watch him, he pretty much gets a yellow card every game now. And it's... Not as many as he, he's, he, he's not going to be... I think he'll be fine, like, eventually. But just for this season, for the expectations, the reality, he's been... He's just, like, he hadn't bothered signing for them. I think yeah. he's just been, been a bit of a nothing. And then my other one was... I mean, William is just what I mean. I could have predicted that. I don't know why on earth they thought they would pay him two hundred grand a week and sign him on a three-year contract. And I think what well, did he get his first goal yesterday? Or? No, his first Premier League goal. Yeah, great free kick. But yeah, yeah, was right. I, Dad, I don't. Got, I think he's on two hundred and sixty k a week as well. Um, wow. So they are your flops. Yeah, that's an interesting flop. Thiago, you say that. Um, I mean, you might know more more better than me as the flop, but he's thirty years old. Hasn't got the best injury record. Away days, Premier League, you need to tackle. Uh, it was an interesting signing. Um, it, was, it was one of those that would be great on a FIFA career mode, but actual Premier League, I'm just not... I did yeah. say, I, the group, I was like, I just didn't see it happening. I did, well, didn't see him as a clock player. Um, but, you know, next season, he might absolutely rip it up. Europa League might be a bit easier for him, I don't know. Europa Conference. Um, right then, so it's interesting on flops here because we've got Sterling as the main flop uh, and we've got Thiago. So, my I'll give you my semi one. My I think I think Danny would probably agree with me here. Uh, was Brewster uh, 29 oh, games, hasn't scored well. a goal. 
Um, I'm not sure the fee was around 20 million. Uh, luckily, with think Brighton, that didn't happen. Um, that has been one of the worst signings. They spent 50 million in the summer and they've got relegated the most at all the bottom six. Um, so obviously Brewster would be my number two. But my number one um, was the highest paid player. So the, the biggest transfer, this transfer window got in the summer. Sorry, anyone know who that was? Oh, I know who you're going to say. Uh, it was 70, seven, reported 80 million euros, 70 million pounds. A big midfielder from Bayern Leverkusen coming over to score all the goals for Chelsea. Uh, you, know, you, know, what's the, you can't have someone who's... So I'm going to say Havertz. And I'll tell you why I'm going to say Havertz. <laughs> An 80 million... Sorry, just remind you, he was less money than Bruno, who got 28 goals and assists. Let's not, let's not dwell on statistics. So you sign Havertz, this big money signing, to get the goals in the big games, don't you? He scored four goals this season in the Premier League, two against Fulham, who have been relegated, one against Southampton and one against Palace. He scored four goals against bottom six teams. I'm sorry if you tell me because he had one good game against Real Madrid where he didn't actually score and do anything apart from miss really good chances, I'm not going to have it. The guy is a fraud and I don't actually know what he does well apart from just run towards goal and shoot wise. Um, but Louis, I will give you a Havertz defence on why he's not a flop. Go on. Well, many reasons why. Firstly, he's a young player moving over to a new country, new team during a pandemic. Had COVID. You know, they can't, can't, can't settle into the team normally. Kind of an inexperienced manager of Lampard and a lot of, lot of new signings, whole new team. Um, then he just didn't play for a while and I think now he's starting to play starting to I think if you watch him now the last few games he's been you can definitely see there's something there well there is obviously going to be something there and the fee is because he's young you're going to have him for like 10 years you won't have him for 10 years I have no, no doubts that he's going to be a quality player and he is starting to show it now what so, do you expect for him for next season? for next yeah. season? I reckon he should be getting 15 goals in, in the Premier League or all comps. In in all comps, like the thing is, we never have like one out and out scorer at Chelsea for ages. I think mean, we seem to be yeah. even this season. We seem to spread it out quite a lot. So yeah. I think if he gets that and you know assists, I think I think he he's just he will be a very good player. You say that, but what I find hard about him is that you're going to probably stick to 3-5-2. I'm not convinced you'll change it. You might change it. I don't think you will. So if you play 3-5-2, the only position I really see for him is either as a false nine, don't think it happens because of Werner, or obviously off Werner, let's say, off a striker. You might sign a striker. You might sign your dream Haaland, whoever, right? You've got Pulisic, who's going to come back. You've got Ziyech, who maybe is a bit technically better. You've got, they might push Mount to that. I don't think they would. They might put Mount. He's got a lot of competition. So, yeah. you know, he's obviously a confidence player. Well, he only scores against the rubbish teams. He doesn't score against the top six opponents. And you think he's going to get 15 in all comps? Well, I think he could. He could. Well, no, I'm not saying he could. You're saying he will. I'm saying he will. He's going to get 15 goals. In all. I think, what has he got this season? Four. No, in four oh, of the league. Sorry. I'm not four taking... The league. Yeah, they got some in the League Cup. We're not taking... We're not yeah, taking... Luton Town. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not having that. We're not having. Not doing the Tammy Abraham Padstey. They all count. No, like the Euros this summer. Hmm? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets he gets the Germany squad. Germany squad. Yeah, him and him and Werner usually actually start. To, um, they do usually actually start together. I'm not sure recent in the recent friendly, but um, 
it'd be interesting if he was if he starts now. He was starting, uh, but do you remember Werner missed that un- unbelievable chance for Germany in the last go? So I'm guessing yeah. um, that might change. So flopper season, we've all gone somewhere different, and we've all gone a, a high profile player as well in in uh, Sterling. Yep, yeah, I think that is. I think everyone would agree with that. Havertz, the worst signing in the world, and <laughs> and uh, next season, then right, he could obviously. And Thiago, I think it's all fair. We've got the big ones there. We could have gone for some smaller players, like we said, but we've gone for the big boys, right? Why don't you get another poll out and see if people can decide what flop of the season? Yeah, those three. Yeah, well, and get yeah. William on there as well. No, let's not get William because he'll win it. I want those three. <laughs> I, think, I think if you've been honest, I think if you did a poll out, probably Bruce would win it, wouldn't he? He's been awful. Like you can't, you can't spend twenty odd mil on a striker hasn't yeah, scored. He had nothing to go off, really. Still never scored yeah. in the Premier League. He didn't score in the Premier League for Liverpool or anything like that. I think that's cool. He's got a Champions League medal, but it's yeah. by default, really, isn't one, it? One goal in the Premier League. I think that's more Sheffield United's fault at that it's a bad signing rather than him. Great bit of business from Michael Edwards oh, at Liverpool. Liverpool, Great. Solanke, you know, Benteke, they are clever at getting rid of some strikers. Jordan Ive as well. Yeah, yes, Jordan Ive, yeah. I bet Jordan Ive actually and Sterling. Um, uh, Joe, in the comments, you've got Ziyech wow. as, a, as a flop. Ziyech scored yeah. in... Wow, he's scoring more in the Champions League in the FA Cup. That is, yeah, I'm 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 100 agree with Joe. If the guy didn't have the left foot he had, right, you'd always say, "No, he's literally just a <laughs> he's a footballer." Yeah, can't say he doesn't have a left foot. Yes, no, okay, Harry Maguire didn't have the head. He no, no, okay. let, let me finish. Say about that. Oh, okay. right. With Mares, his left foot better than Ziyech, right? But Mares is also quick. If Ziyech ran now. You, you can catch him after 10 seconds. It'd be so easy. Well, he's he's good, did Morris do anything at the weekend? Didn't play. He's too busy scoring goals. Not City at the FA Cup. Not, he scored against City again. Not scored a big goal against Atletico Madrid. He's actually scored quite a few big goals for us. So. Well, did he, he get to play the squad rotation? Yeah, not convincing yeah. that. Um, that sounds a lot like Dean Bakarivi for Liverpool. That. Love big yeah, <laughs> I saw that with actually the Barcelona. What a game that was the Barcelona. But I do you know what? we've done that pretty well actually because we didn't really disagree on many, did we? I think we've sort of summed it up. I think player of the season, obviously Kane, and that was nice and easy. Manager of the season, Moyes, that was again we agreed. Signing Diaz, pretty easy. Uh, young player, we sort of played around with a few, didn't we? We decided not to go for Foden, uh, and we went around. We've gone done our team of the season. Uh, and we've, we haven't agreed on flops, but I don't think we're ever going to agree on a flop. And maybe we'll do a poll tomorrow on Valencia Terrier Football to see the biggest flop of the season. Boys, absolute pleasure, uh, as always. Uh, we're a day late because last night we can play football now in Valencia and we play football. Uh, so we are a day late. Unfortunately, we play football because I'm on the biggest losing streak. I am the Sheffield United of Valencia Terrier Football at the moment. I can't, get, I can't buy a win. I pick the teams and I can't buy a win. Um... So, yeah, uh, so apologies that day, a day later. And thank you. And we'll see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Nice. See you soon. Bye.